This podcast was recorded on the freaking floor. <laughs> Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. I'm G. And I'm Lena. And this is a podcast about navigating the best and the worst period of your life. Your 20s. Join us as we discuss personal stories, lived experiences, and chat to you and others about this wild part of life. Woo! (laughs) Hello! Hello! And welcome back. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded, but... A matter of minutes, maybe, since we've been in your ears. Yeah, literally, because you don't know how far in advance we record. The magic of podcasting. Yeah. Except for our second episode that came out is very dated by the highlights and lowlights. Correct. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, Lena's been on a lovely holiday. Yeah. So nice to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. It's. I want to say it's good to be back, but... There's always the post-holiday blues <laughs> settling in. Yeah. Um, but, gotcha. yes. But that was my highlight. That was your highlight? highlight? Your it holiday? was my holiday. Nice. I went jet skiing in Malaysia, which was Ooh, a lot of fun. That was really my cool. highlight of the week. Yeah. Um, fun experience. I've realized that I need a jet ski in my life. I'm um, mm. surprised I haven't come to this realization sooner. Um, but turns out... I think you told me that I need a boat license to yeah. own a jet ski in Victoria. So I think I just need to move to New South Wales. Problem solved. I, I feel like it's similar there. But Queensland. I don't know. I think Australia in general has Western Australia boating laws. But I'm not a boat expert. So maybe Google Overseas. It. I need to move to Malaysia. Yeah. I, think, I mean, yeah. I've ridden a jet ski in Asia. And I think it's a much more lax if you're looking yes. for a no boat license approach. I also don't think they're that hard to get though. I mean, you can drive a car. Surely you can drive a boat. I think so. <laughs> Waves, roads, same thing, really. That's right. <laughs> it's less to bump into. What was your highlight? My highlight is that a group of our friends have started going bouldering and climbing recently. Um, and I've been enjoying that a lot. I've done it a couple of times before and like thought it was fun. But I think going with like a good group of people... And having it be a sort of like a regular social physical activity is fun. I like that. I like the mm. combination. Yeah. I admire you so much for <laughs> bouldering in general. Mm. I feel like it requires a lot of upper body strength that I do not have. I think it's a mixture. Some of the boys fail on the climbs that are a bit more like bouncy little yeah. ballerinery ones. <laughs> Where you just kind of like hop across. Yeah. yeah. Where, like they can't do those ones. But like the brute strength ones are hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very wholesome though. You've got mm. a whole group of you going. Yeah. It's really nice. Like five of us, which is yeah. like, I think, I think that's the thing I like the most because that's a rarity sometimes mm. when you're an adult. It's like getting five people to do the same thing. Yeah. That's nice. Mm. And like, I feel like five is a good number because if you can't all go, yeah. you've still got some of you yeah, that can go. Yeah, that's right. And like, it's flexible yeah, that way. It's yeah, good. So I'm full granola girl now. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've not heard that expression? No. Do you live in Canada? Yes, but I lived in Quebec. <laughs> Quebec was different. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's like a Canadian slash West Coast of US like specific Northwest kind of term. I don't know. My friend that grew up in that way, when I went to Canada and went like hiking and camping, she was like, oh my God, you're such a granola girl. What's a granola girl it though? It means like you're like outdoorsy and like uh-huh. do like 
bouldering and hiking and like have stickers on like your hydro flask. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very precise, like specific one. Like you yeah. gotta have the stickers on the hydro flask, and that makes you a yeah. granola girl. But I feel like it's a stereotype, and once you see it, you like can't unsee it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you anyway. are a granola girl. <laughs> You also have stickers on your laptop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> anyway, did you have a, a quick low light? Quick low light, which is, I think, a low light for many people when they travel. Um, for context, I went to Malaysia with a baby, my best friend's baby and her. And um, on the plane home, I only got 30 minutes of sleep because the baby <laughs> did not want to go <laughs> night nights. <laughs> and so we got 30 minutes of shut eye, which is something, mm. um, but it just meant coming home. I landed at 4.30 in the morning, stayed awake the entire day, like a silly duffer. And then Sunday we had the time change here in Victoria. So we switched to summertime. And so that meant that when I woke up at 8.30, I was still very tired because it was really 5.30 in Mm. Malaysia and I hadn't slept. So Uh, voila, that is my low. And I feel like I've got some sleep debt happening. Catch up early night for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Milo is also time related. Oh, wow. Look at that. We're so in sync. Um, the other day I went to the gym before work and then my gym is like halfway on my walk to work. And, and so I've already done half the commute. And so I finished and I was like, whoa, I'm going to be so early, which is rare for me. And I was early and I was like, oh, I'm going to get myself a coffee because I'm early got my coffee and the barista took bloody 20 minutes to make my coffee. And so I was no longer early. I was just on time. So I was a little bit late, (laughs) which was infuriating because then I just look like I always do when I walk into the office five minutes late. (laughs) So that was my low light. That would be annoying, especially yeah. when you were on track for such good such things. Such good things. Yeah. I was like, everyone's going, whoa, so early. And I've already done a workout. I have my coffee. But no, I was thwarted. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope you went back to that barista and told them that they ruined your perfect morning. I should. <laughs> I should. Anyway, like, we have a... Uh, sufficiently waffled yes would you like to introduce our theme of the day yeah so today we're bringing back our list of casts which is very exciting i think they're my favorite episodes to record um and today specifically we're going to be talking about different ways that we show friendship love okay so none of that romantic love bullshit we're going to talk (laughs) about friendship love and how we show our friends that they mean a lot to us yeah do you want to kick us off yeah, um, I feel like I said yeah a, a one too many times, but um, <laughs> the first one I have on my list is calling friends yeah. that live far away. Um, I think this is something I've mentioned multiple times, but like one of my closest friends lives in a different state to me, and um, like I have a couple of friends that live overseas, and you were overseas last year. And I think one of the ways that is a really nice way to show love is to make time for them still, even though you're not in the same physical space. So doing a phone call um, is usually, honestly, something I just like to do. And same with my friends on the other end of the line, like to just do like everyday stuff while you're on the phone. So I often call my friend while I'm like folding my washing or like while we're both like 
meal prepping and stuff or like I used to call you a lot and I'd go for a walk and mm. I think it was like your evening and my morning yeah um and you could just like go for a walk or yeah I don't know I feel like that's a nice way to show appreciation I agree and it's nice I feel like I always struggle with long distance friendships mm. when I have to dedicate time to it like I don't know if that makes sense but like dedicate time to a phone call whereas if you can be like really casual about it and be like oh well I'm about to go for a walk are you free now and Mm. then I can do this whilst I'm doing my walk or whilst I'm doing chores or whatever absolutely I think that's like the the good friend of mine that lives interstate is also a shift worker so I Mm. think a lot of the times we do phone calls it's quite spontaneous because her schedule is so different to mine um and recently a different friend of mine who lives in the U.S. Um, because the time difference with the US and Australia is a bit annoying. I think we don't really call very often, but we've started voice messaging. So I feel like it's almost like a delayed phone call, but you're still getting that like extra bit of like appreciation and effort. I think a little, and it's a bit more personal, personable (laughs) and personal than like just a text. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Voice message is my best friend. I think when you're traveling and also when you your friend that lives far away yeah you can hear emotion in them you know yeah my one is my first one is homemade watercolor cards or paintings specifically for people's birthdays how many of them can you see in this room one two three oh wow four <laughs> and there's one outside and there's the one door. outside five so yeah that there's not by you technically <laughs> there's technically six in G and San's apartment. Mm. So I think that's a pretty fair effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By me. Must love us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I like taking the time to make little watercolour paintings that usually reflect the person that I'm giving it to. Um, so, for example, for my friend's baby that I just went travelling with, her name is Violet. And so I drew the flower, violet, the violet flower. It's cute. Um, which is very cute. And then for Sam's birthday, I drew him, he loves coffee, so I drew him the coffee bean plant. Yeah. Um, so little things like that. Florals are my specialty, <laughs> we'll say it like that. Yeah. So I like to do that. Yeah, I think it's just nicer than other cards. I agree. It's like what a, a <laughs> personal element. Yes. Um, I think sticking on the theme of cards. Okay. <laughs> my second one was I love a handwritten card for a birthday or like a special occasion or if my friends have like done an achievement, like got a promotion at work or something. I think um, it's something I like giving and it's something I like receiving. Um, it's, you know... It can be, like, kind of soppy and cute, but I think it's, like, a good, always a good excuse to sort of, like, spill down your feelings for your friend on paper. Um, And I love getting a card or giving a card that the whole card is, like, full. Um, Because I think you don't don't get heaps of opportunities to just be like, oh, my God, I love you and I'm proud of you and this in-joke and whatever, whatever. But I think they're they're a nice touch. I agree. You're very good at writing them. Like... (laughs) There's some people that are just, they just know, they just know how to write a good card. And I think that is one of my favorite feelings is receiving a card full of words. Yeah. And like, nice. oh, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I think similar to what you were saying about your watercolor cards, like I think picking a nice card too, like if the card, even if it's not handmade, if like the graphic on the front mm. that you've picked, like reflects something about the person's personality, that's always nice too. Like you can see my desk right behind me is like, littered with like little artifacts and a lot of them are cards from friends 
Yeah. And I think I put them there and they kind of like feel like they're cheering me on the yes. other day. It's like, good job, yeah, G. You're doing great. Keep trying. <laughs> I'm so proud. Keep going. You can do it. You can do it. Um, speaking of cheering people on, yeah. I love this like little back and forth thing that we're going. Um, I'm a big acts of service person. So I think my second one is helping my friends in any way that I can. Mm. Um, so whether that be airport drop-offs and pickups. Yeah. I also just love going to the airport. It's very exciting, even if I'm not the one going anywhere. Um, or helping them move mm. in any way, shape, or form. Like, I helped my friend clean her apartment for the end-of-year lease clean or yeah. end-of-lease clean. Um, doing their dishes if they've cooked me a meal. Mm. Things like that. So I think I just, yeah, I really like helping my friends in, like, small ways like that. Yeah, that's nice. Yes. I think they're the things that people need the most sometimes too yeah exactly I think I had a slight sorry slight tangent but like I've had multiple friends you know that have had serious bouts of depression or go through like some you know grief and things like that and I think those little acts of service like doing someone's dishes Mm. or like coming over and being like can I help clean your apartment like can I vacuum with you like often make such a big difference especially when someone is not feeling their best or they don't have the mental capacity to do some of those things I think Mm. that's always really nice too I agree and I have a lot of friends who just don't ask for help either yeah I think being the person that puts their foot forward and is like I'll do this for you yeah is very nice (laughs) that's nice similar to the cards (laughs) um I think like thoughtful and individualized presents and birthday Mm. gifts is something a way I like to show my friends love I'm not a huge like receiver of gifts as a love language but I definitely like giving a good gift I think Mm. I like picking taking the time to pick something out or I'm a big like experience giver as well like you know picking out like a voucher for someone to go and then like have a memory or like make that with you or something is really nice and I think um yeah gifts that mean something and like reflect a part of like your friendship or your connection are nice and they don't have to be like big and expensive but I think even if it's like someone's favorite flower and you remember that or just like a funny card or like an experience that they've wanted to do or something yeah yeah like I really appreciate that you for Sam's birthday gave him that I think this was last year though Mm. so this was not this year (laughs) Last year, you gave him that coffee um, bean experience oh, yeah. situation. It's like a, it's like a wine tasting, yes, but for, for, for coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, yeah, we all know that Sam loves coffee, but yeah. I think it's nice <laughs> that you did something that you knew would interest him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that there's nothing um, more cringe than when someone gives a gift that's definitely about them, not about the person they're giving it to. Yes. Like, and you're like, this is something that you clearly want, not what I exactly. want. Exactly. <laughs> Although, I reckon mm. Sam's gift that I got him for his birthday this year, yeah. you're definitely going to steal it. Have you given it to him? Not yet. Oh, okay. I was like, what is it? No, I no, haven't no, no, no. stolen it. No. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. You're, I told Sam, I'm like, gee, we'll be stealing it anyway, <laughs> so it's technically a present for the both of you. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. All right, your turn. All right, my number three is short and simple, but it's just shouting a coffee or a meal 
it's just nice. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're going on a walk with a friend and you're just like, oh, you know what, today I'll just shout you your coffee. Or yeah. like, after a meal, don't worry about it, I've got this. Yeah. It's just nice. And like, without saying the words, it's your turn next time. Or mm. like, you'll get it next time. Or like, yeah. you can pay me back next time. Stuff yeah. like that. I think it's just nice to just be like, ah, this one is just because I love you. I agree. Um, And in a slightly more like politicized tone I guess <laughs> I think it's also at this age where we're in our mid to late 20s yeah. where people have started to earn different amounts mm. of money I think I don't try and be like over the top about it but I definitely think I know that I earn more money than some of my other friends who are maybe like still studying or like working part-time rather than full-time and I think for those friendships I sometimes try to th- throw in like a free drink or a, yeah. a coffee a little bit more because I'm like I don't want them to the expectation to always be that we have to spend a lot of money yeah. to hang out exactly um and it's I, I don't know how to say that without being like it's not like a pity thing but I think it can be like a nice way to show like I'm aware that yeah it's all it's yeah. almost like a bit of an equity mm, thing yeah like yeah. it's this is the tangent, but it's like how when you move in with someone mm. and like I've heard people say that they don't do 50-50, they yeah. do a percentage of their salary Yeah, to make yeah. it fairer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's kind of like that, especially like the cost of living at the moment. It's like yeah. I know that some things that I might find affordable, some of my other friends might not. So like if you're going to insist on doing something that you know other people might not find affordable, then yeah. trying to find a way to... Like, yeah, even it out a bit or make it more equitable, I think is nice. Yeah. And especially with those friends, you know that they do the same thing for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and like I said, it's like not about like making a big no. deal and being like, oh, I'll get it because you know, because that's awkward and mean. Yes. But it's just about being like a bit self aware. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So voila, that is my thing. Thanks. Um, My number four is photos. I think. I'm, like, a big visual girly, Mm. and I love, like, having pictures of my friends around my house and, like, like having things to look back on and, like, remember things by. Um, And I think it's it's not about, like, taking a picture for the gram, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, like, about, you know, having something so that, I don't know, when I'm, like older I can look back and be like oh my god that was really fun or friends that I don't see as often we have actually have pictures together or just like things I can decorate my house with Mm. (laughs) and again like there are pictures around my desk and it's like they're special and they remind me of the important people in my life it's very cute your little cheese squad and funnily enough you and me have Hardly any photos. This is true. Together. <laughs> but I often find that's the case with like your closest yeah. friends. You hardly have any photos together. Yeah. I'm like, I promise we're friends. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that's actually, yeah, it is a funny one. But um, something I try to be a little bit conscious of. It's like, just because I know when we get older as well, you'll want them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I love my photo albums. Yeah. And that's a very old school yeah. thing, but... I like being like, oh, I guess this was the time in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, My fourth one is doing some sort of wholesome activity together. Um, I have a group of friends that I would say are my most wholesome because we just, um, they're very down to earth people and we could sit for like five hours on the floor doing painting things. Um, Or, um, 
another friend of mine and I sat down one Saturday night. So Saturday night and we <laughs> brainstormed all of our possible ideas for the future. That's and we gorgeous. made like a cute meal together. Yeah. And it was just like doing admin life stuff on a Saturday night, but it didn't <laughs> feel like it because you were doing it with someone you love. Yeah. And showing each other and being supportive of one another um, yeah. is what is how I would show friendship love. And I feel like showing up and not having to try or like try, that sounds bad, but you don't have to put in effort. Like it's not exhausting to put on an act and you can just kind of be. Yeah. I think that's a great one. I know, yeah. I know that feeling. It's like there are friends that you feel like you have to fill silences with. And then mm. there are friends that you could like take a long car trip with and not really say anything or like sit on the couch and not really say exactly. anything and it still be nice. And it's fine. You can and just be fine. a blob. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. They're the best cut, yeah. So that's how I would say I for show friendship love. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's nice. Um, my last one is food. Yummy! Yeah, mm. I think food is, like, my ultimate love language. I think I love, like, cooking for people. I love cooking with people. I love, like, going out for food with friends or, like, bringing people food mm. or giving food as gifts. <laughs> Food is good. Food is always good. <laughs> I think I uh, like a good dinner party as well. Lovely. You can bring multiple friends together. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think it's like probably like a pretty universal human thing. I think, you know, you look at so many like cultures and families and like a lot of food is at the center of like mm. connection. And I think that really resonates with me. I know when, um, in like COVID when I was living with not many people, like one of my friends, we would like cook almost every meal together. And it always resulted in like us just like laughing mostly because I'm like a really clumsy person. So I'll usually like drop stuff (laughs) all over the floor (laughs) or make a big mess. Um, And she's like a very particular person. So she's like, why are you cutting that that way? Like it's going to be square. (laughs) Oh, it's really? really funny. You said that. Yeah. It sounds like something you said to me. Probably when I, I from her. <laughs> made a salad that you did not approve of. Oh, it's because you cut things in <laughs> multiple different kinds of ways. It's like the same vegetable, but then Lena was changing how she was cutting it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Spice it up. No. <laughs> no. I'm fast and loose, but that is where I draw the line. <laughs> um, I think... But that that's my ultimate thing. I think you like you just bond over food, yeah. and I think it's like a good way to get to know people too. Like if you don't know someone very well, I feel like learning about like what they like to eat or going out for food and like having something to talk about and bonding over is like a good place to start. I agree, and food is life. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And my fifth one is, I'm going to say with as much enthusiasm as you said food, words! <laughs> yay! Yay! <laughs> um, so, not a big words person when it comes to romantic relationships, but when it comes to my friendships, I will be one of those few people that's like, I love you! <laughs> um, and I think it's rare to have a words friend. I don't have many mm. words friends, like vocally words yeah. friends. Vocally words friends. <laughs> saying them with your mind <laughs> compared to like text messaging yeah, gotcha. <laughs> implied words friends <laughs> oh, 
god, can you tell I'm tired? But yes, <laughs> I really like telling my friends how I feel about them and giving them compliments. Um, yeah, I think that's one of my big things. But again, don't know how to receive that and I don't <laughs> say it to romantic people, so... There you go. <laughs> it's a friendship love only kind of thing. Maybe you need to be friends with someone first so that you can say all the nice things to them and then date them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like that though. I think I'm not a huge words person with my friends, but I think I, I want to be more. I think when the I think I think them a lot I think I often leave like interactions with my friends and then I'll sit there talking to Sam and be like oh my god they're the best they make me feel so good (laughs) I love hanging out with them make me feel so warm oh my god they're the best but I probably don't say that to my friends enough so maybe I should just voice message that as soon as they leave yeah yeah, I'll be waiting for a voice message from (laughs) you when I leave here today (laughs) I'll do my best well that was lovely i enjoyed that what a beautiful list it was a great list yeah and we didn't really overlap i don't know if you did that deliberately because i wrote mine first but um... i did yes (laughs) i did yes yeah but they but it was also fun and challenging in a way to really self-reflect and be like how do i show love with my friends that's nice um speaking of reflection we got a lot of lovely responses from our audience as well and I thought might read some of them out because they were very heartwarming as well um let me find where they are (laughs) because social media is hard (laughs) do 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 okay I got them you got them (laughs) all right cool um well this one was really nice it said they show their friends love by sending little messages by text or snail mail. That's cute. cute. I would love to receive snail mail from a friend that lives in the same state as me. That's cute. That's really Did cute. Did you ever do those, like, um, uh, I guess they're, like, precursors to, like, email chains, but they're, like, a letter chain as a kid? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it was, like, a sticker one where you had to send people, like, a sheet of stickers Mm -hmm. and then it like went to the next person it was really cute (laughs) yeah I used to do that I have a friend now at Christmas time always makes the effort to send a Christmas card to all his friends and like full-on love letter Christmas cards and bless his soul yeah that's gorgeous do you want to read this one I will read this one um so this next person said that one of their good mates moved into states so they try and have a phone call every week or two that's very cute that's cute I think like making an organized effort for your friends that move away. Yeah. It's is really nice. Oh look, this one's like you. They said airport drop offs and pickups. So like, They're very exciting. <laughs> They're very exciting. I think I did get someone reply to that, um, saying even if they were in Avalon, <laughs> which is like the far away airport in Victoria. <laughs> That's because I went and picked her up from Avalon. Didn't realise how I thought Avalon was a lot closer for some reason, but no, the fact that it's past Geelong yeah. in Victoria is a, uh, it's very far away. <laughs> it took two hours to get there, but that's how much I love her. <laughs> cute. Well, I like this one. Um, look after their pets when they go away. That is very cute. That's special. Yes, that is special. I feel like that is uh, mutually beneficial because you get free pets. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And a free house. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Often. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this one, helping them purchase things that they want and to be a soundboard. 
I guess like a soundboard is like listening and responding to people's problems. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And does it mean by helping them purchase something they want, like, for example, if they don't have the means to at the moment? Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's very generous. That's very generous. generous I have a lot of friends that are like that, though. They're very, like, especially over the summer when I didn't have a job. (laughs) That's nice. I had a lot of friends that were like. Yeah. Yeah. I I have one friend that comes to mind like that, where they're very loose about being paid back. Like, I yeah. think it's, like, they're very, like, I trust that you will pay me back, but there's a, there's never any rush. Mm. Like, they're never like, oh, you owe me this much money. Yeah. And then give me a lot of follow-up, which is good because sometimes I'm a bit forgetful and um, I appreciate their forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Oh, sharing food with them. Yeah. Yes. Ultimate love language. Ultimate food. language. Yeah. Like our skillet cookie oh. from that restaurant Ooh. that we went to. It was so good. That was so, that was totally worth $25. Because yeah. remember you and me were like, how big is it for it to be worth was $25? It was a big warm cookie. Yeah. Yum. And it was a cold night. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Last one um, to read out. And then I've got a voice message. Oh, exciting. As well. Um, but this one, oh, I like this one. This is a cute, positive TikTok. Mm, I feel like TikTok is a very modern way of showing your friends that you love them by sending things that are relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I um, spam a lot of my friends with, like, reels. I feel like I go through, like, an, I'm not on I'm not on TikTok. I'm showing my millennialness. <laughs> but um, I do watch Instagram reels when I feel sad. Um, so I get, like, TikTok, like, two weeks later. But I uh, spam a lot of people when I feel like it relates to them or our friendship. You do posts. You do a lot of posts. You send me a lot of posts. Yeah. And um, I don't think I've had many. Oh, no, I do have had a few reels from you. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly just, you know, shared humor. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay, I've got a voice message to play for us about how this person shows their friend love. Hopefully it plays okay. The way I show my friends love is through acts of service, doing things and being kind to them and doing kind things for them, as well as pushing them and encouraging them to reach their goals and reach their dreams and pushing them as much as I can to become better individuals for themselves and for their future friends and family, if they want me to, as I'm a big believer in self-development. Oh, that one's really nice. That's quite a unique one compared to some of the other responses we got. Yeah. It's very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um... I think it lines up with something that I say more in a romantic sense, but I like that it can be extended to friendships. I think that like a healthy and good relationship is like one that makes you be a better person or inspires you to be a better person. And I think that that's really nice that this listener takes that as like an active responsibility. It's nice. And I appreciate that it gives friendship a bit more of a, oomph up towards being respected as much as relationships are as in romantic relationships because I think friendships are just as important as romantic relationships so I like that this person has put that forward in a friendship sense yeah Yeah. it's great cool amazing awesome all right should we move on to two friends in your ears (laughs) two friends in your ears I think the title is sticking against my better judgment I think it's great. Right, would you like to sing then? <laughs> as soon as you have such a, a musical gift. <laughs> it's time for Friends in Your Ears. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, are you reading the friends in your ears today? Sure. Did you read it last time? I can't. I think so, yeah. Oh, I did last okay. time. Yeah. Well, okay. Alright, this is from Hannah. And Hannah says, Hi, I have this old friend and we used to be really close. We have recently drifted apart and she ghosts a lot of my calls and texts. I don't want to be too pushy or come across as clingy, but I really miss her and I've told her so a few times over text, but she often doesn't respond or does, but then never really follows through in seeing me. I know from a mutual friend that she feels bad and like it would be awkward to reply now that it has been a while, but I have no hard feelings against her and just wish she would reply. What should I do? Does she actually just not like me anymore and not know how to say it? Ooh. Mm. That's a hard one. That's tricky. It is. Thanks for being so vulnerable. Yeah, thank you, Hannah. Um, I don't think that it necessarily means that they don't like you, or no. not at least not in a sense that means you're like a a bad person. Absolutely not. No. Um, I think. Well, I, I don't know much about Hannah, but I would like to think that if you had done something wrong and you were a good person, you you probably would. No. Yes. I think you would know in yourself what you had done wrong. And I feel like because you don't know Mm. kind of gives a sense that this is more of a problem that your friend has within themselves. Yeah. And I think it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be upset about it. No, of course not. And I think it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, And I think give yourself time to sit with those emotions as well. Mm. Um. And I like that she said she doesn't want to be too pushy. Um, you're not also not clingy. I don't think no, that that's not at all. probably not true. But I think pushy is interesting. I think maybe the person does need some space. And the fact that you don't want to push, you, you kind of know that within yeah. yourself as well. Um, what should she do? I think... In all honesty, she should just let it be. Yeah. Um, I think Hannah's put her best foot forward multiple times. Mm. And I think it's gotten to a point now where she should just take a step back from it, especially if it's causing her sadness. Mm. Um, It's not doing her any service. Yeah. And I think because she said that they have a mutual friend, I'm sure one day there will be a context in which that friendship gets reignited. Yeah. And also friendships are all about ebbs and flows and yeah. sometimes friends drift apart. Yeah. And then they get back together later down the track because yeah. it was meant to be a friendship for that time yeah. and then not for this time and then it might be again in the future. Yeah. And I think, um, I I hope that this personal anecdote helps you, Hannah. I think that I have a friend that you, like what you just described, Lena, around where like, we were really close for a period and then we had a little bit of a falling out and a little bit of like time where we weren't really friends. I think we were always on like friendly terms, Mm. but we didn't really see each other and have much contact. And then just through like naturally our paths crossed again and we got back in contact and there'd been enough space and time that um, we both needed that, now we're actually quite good friends again. Like, our friendship looks different and feels a bit different, but we're still in each other's lives. And I think that that's really beautiful. So you... I would say, like, don't lose hope. It sounds like you still have quite, like, an open heart. Yes. Um, And maybe... I think that that's really beautiful and that will serve you well. Yeah. But I think 
judging from like what you said about like not wanting to be like pushy I think you probably know that just like just to leave it to leave it and to just let things happen naturally Mm. and know within your heart that you're a good person yeah we don't think you did anything wrong Mm. um since there's no factual information here yeah um and to just keep going forward with your life and um, cherish the friendships that you do have and find mm. a lot of love from those. And then one day, if it happens to be that your pra- your, profs, <laughs> your paths cross again, then you can cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah, that's really nice. I think I'll say one last thing to close it out. I think um, don't be embarrassed about no. it either. I yeah. think if you feel sad about it or hurt and you want to talk to other people in your life about it um maybe maybe not your mutual friend if just if that makes you feel a bit uncomfortable for whatever reason but like you can talk to other people and don't feel like because this friendship hasn't worked out in the way that you maybe thought it once would that it's like a failure I think lots of people take any kind of relationship breakdown as like a personal failure and I don't think that that's always the case or or ever really I think like if you want to feel sad about it, you, you're totally entitled to do that. And you can, I'm sure there are plenty of people that you can talk to. Um, so don't feel like you have to like hide it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What a nice way to close. Nice. Beautiful. Thanks for listening to friends in your ears. <laughs> oh dear. All right. To close off our episode. Yeah. Like we always do. Recommendations of the week. Woo. Your turn to go first. Um, so I have two, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, we're really not sticking to the rules. <laughs> um, well, they're both different, very different flavors of <laughs> end of recommendation spectrums. Um, so the first one is I am in a book club now. Um, actually, we are in a book club now. Lena has just joined too. Um, and the first book we read was Red, White and Royal Blue. And I loved it. I know that a lot of People have probably already read it. It's been out in the world for a while and there's like a movie now as well. But I loved it. It wasn't the most highbrow book I've ever read. It was a little bit fanficy in places, but it was beautiful. I was like sick and my partner was away when I was reading it. So I was like a bit sad, feeling sorry for myself. And it was a good escape read. That's cute. Nice would comfort recommend. read. Yeah. Yeah. And my speedy second rec- recommendation Even though there's is... a lot of words here for friends. <laughs> it will be speedy. <laughs> Is a drink. I know you love when we have food recommendations. Um, this one is called the Voc Passion Martini Mocktail. Oh, sounds handsome. Um, and I, the story behind this is I don't really drink very much anymore. I just personally don't really enjoy alcohol too much. Um, and this is one of the few mocktails slash non-alcoholic drinks I've come across that's actually really yummy and has genuine flavor but also isn't just like a soft drink with like generic soft drink flavors and heaps yeah. of sugar um and I know quite a few people our age that are kind of making that shift to away from drinking and a lot there's a lot more non-alcoholic drinks on the market um and so if you just want something fun and summery to drink at your next gathering not sponsored at all <laughs> but wouldn't say no they're really yummy and where can where can our listeners get this magnificent um, drink? If you're in Australia, um, just at Woolies. Okay, cool. Yeah, in okay. the drink aisle. Oh, and yeah. how much are they? 
Um, I got mine on sale. It was like a four pack for like eight dollars or something. Okay. But I think maybe normally there might be like fourteen dollars or something. All right. Yeah. But I think like cheaper than alcohol, but a bit more expensive than soft drink. Than soft drink. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. There you go. Was that fast enough? Go. That was fantastic. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe I will get myself a vodka passion martini mocktail alongside my diet coke. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, my recommendation is a bit of a random one, but me and my friend Erin in Malaysia decided to watch Netflix on the nights once the baby was asleep, and we came across well, I came across inside the world's toughest prisons um, with the host Raphael Rowe, which is about a man Raphael Rowe who goes into the world's toughest prisons after him he himself being a prisoner for 12 years he was wrongly accused um but it took that long for the system to figure out that he wasn't actually involved in the crime and so he goes to all these different prisons and all around the world and showcases why they're one of the toughest and it's not always just because they're violent it's Mm. also sometimes because there's a massive drug problem there's a lot of sexual assault Mm. um they just are all really sad. Some mm. of them is because they're just so depressed. Yeah. Um, some it's just like the conditions that they're mm. in. Uh, so I highly recommend watching it. You can pick and choose which country you travel to. <laughs> um, but I highly recommend the Finland one. Wow. The Costa Rica one and the South Africa episode. I wouldn't pick Finland. I feel like I've heard glowing reviews of yes, Scandinavian right? prisons. Right? But we watched... Or maybe it was... No, it was definitely Finland, mm. but yeah, yeah. Mm, and yeah. a lot of the men there were in prison because of, um, uh, what's it called? Drug deals, but not drug deals, shark loans. Is that what they're called? Uh, uh, loan sharks, yeah. loan sharks. Okay. And so these men were there because people hadn't given them the money back uh, and would then proceed to beat them up. Yeah, and so, okay. And they were not remorseful about it because mm. they were very much like, well, it's the hierarchy of things. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm. I actually think I will watch that. It is it is a little bit random, but I actually... Yeah. It sounds really good. It sounds Thank you. educational and a little bit confronting, but also interesting. Yes, there are... Make sure you read the trigger warnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and as always, if you want to send us a message, you can yeah. follow us at... 20s and where to find them on instagram you can send us an email through that same email address Mm -hmm. and all the show notes will be listed down below yeah and if you love us even more and want to help us be found by other people out there in the world that might have also be in their 20s or have once been in their 20s or will one day be in their 20s Mm -hmm. um the best way to do that is to leave us a review a positive one preferably and um rate us um preferably five stars i mean four. not interested if it's below four to be (laughs) honest you can keep that one to yourself but um you know (laughs) if you feel strongly positively about us please rate us it helps um other people in the world find us yeah Thank you so much in advance. I don't think we're asking for much. No, no, no. Thanks. Okay, Okay, thank you. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Rwandri land. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and pay our respects to elders past and present and any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that may be listening today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.